I love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew big red, you. Welcome to this episode of the Movie Zelts Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. Join alongside my fellow Zelts, Joe and Paul. How are you guys doing for this episode? Uh, doing fantabulous. Night. Paul stole my word. I'm stuck. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was going fantabulous today. Well, you can too. What the hell? All right. This episode, we are reviewing two movies, Doolittle, and the feature presentation is 1917. But before we get to that, let's get right into From the Cutting Room Floor. All right. I want to tell you guys something. I I think you guys remember me saying before that our number one listener was named Vince, and he was listening to every episode. Well, he reached out to me after the last episode and told me he got six points on the <laughs> Name That Movie Tune game. So he's just totally crushed you guys. But with that said... You know, at-home at players always do better without the, <laughs> without the crushing pressure of the live performance <laughs> on national television. Well, okay, that's not live, and... <laughs> We're not on TV, but okay. We'll stick with it. But I told him, keep letting me know, and we'll track his score against you guys and see how we do. But I think I am going to... See gonna... how badly he beats us? <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to remove the names. We're just going to have a straight four points, because you guys didn't get any four points. So the only person this actually affects is Vince. <laughs> so his six <laughs> becomes a four. Well, I don't know. Let, let's let him keep the points. Uh... Uh, he, he, he scored them under the actual rule set of the time, so... Yeah, but then it's going to be off now. That we, It's not going to be apples to apples to be able to get back into the game. Not that, Joe, you have a chance. But Paul could possibly someday be able to sweep back in and take it down for the win. Who knows? I'm, I'm rooting on you, Paul. It's us against him. Let's do this. Wow. Wow. <laughs> the pressure is on, Paul. <laughs> I, Joe, don't we... I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> Too much. Oh, but anyway, so yeah, so we'll keep track on that and I'll keep everyone updated as the season progresses and see how uh, he does V versus you. Now, let me ask you guys something. Did any of you two watch the V Wars and the V Wars V Wars on Netflix? I was going to. And then Carol's like, nope, I'm done. She didn't. She had no interest and redirected our viewing. Okay. No, No, sorry. Sorry. Do either of you have interest in watching V Wars on Netflix? I do okay. although it's starting to fall so far behind i might it might be one of those things that gets lost <laughs> okay I, so i watched it and the whole the whole thing is good and then the very last episode it takes a crazy turn where at, at the very end the credits start rolling and you're like what the hell just happened <laughs> it is so strange so weird and you know i guess i'll, I'll i won't say exactly what happened but something so off the wall happens you're like what in the world is going on here it's very strange joe please watch it get to that last episode whatever you do i don't care what you have to do get to that last episode watch it and then come back and tell me if it's just the strangest thing they've ever like it's just so strange it is it off the wall ridiculous what they did Hmm. <laughs> You're not building uh, <laughs> that that need. <laughs> well, no, no, it's good, and it's very good the whole way through to the end. <clears throat> but I think they're setting up season two, and they just take a weird thing. They turn they turn it on its head and do something very strange at the very end 
for season two. And I'm like, wow, that is just so, so strange. I didn't see that coming. That's for sure. <laughs> but uh, if you if you punt on it or <laughs> if you decide to watch it, let me know either way. I, we, I have to discuss it because it's out, of the, just out of this world. But that's all right for now. Also, man, Joe, I must say you are 100% right. I finished Magician Season 4. Wow. I love that show. And yes, it ended very well where it could have ended the whole series. But with that said, I still, I want season five. I need season five. I'm so afraid of season five because four ended so perfectly. But this show is interesting because let's face it. I think like season two, it jumped a shark. Like it was, it went ridiculous at season two. So, I mean, it's already been like (laughs) off the rails. Like what in the world is going on? So it's already, it's already in the land of ridiculousness. So it can't go any more. So I'm just I'm just enjoying the ride because I just these characters and now they're they're really uh, showcasing the new characters or the characters we really didn't get to know. So season four, we really got to know that first that lady, you know, that helped in uh, <laughs> Fantasyland and that other <laughs> <laughs> Fantasyland. I love it. <laughs> Whatever all this. I don't know the names, but Fillery. Filler. Yeah. And you know what I love? They you know what I love that they do now? I think they only did it two seasons. I think season three and season four. They have an episode where it's the musical episode where they all sing. I love those episodes. <laughs> it's absolutely wonderful. They're doing like 80s songs. Wow. Oh, my God. They have a Buffy episode? Uh, it, it's not means. quite to the Buffy level. Oh, okay. But it, it is but, so yeah, they, they sing actual songs. It's not just, you know, writing songs for the episode as much as... Although the Buffy episode was absolute genius. I don't know anything about that. All I know is the Magicians episodes where they say. So you've never watched Buffy? No, we've talked about this. <laughs> I, not still, not even the musical one. Come on, Tom. None of them. I've never oh, seen. You, you got to watch the show. It's so passful in nineties. Oh well, I know. I've heard this, and maybe if you I have will. Any love for the nineties at all? You need to watch Buffy. So I, I learned. Uh, <laughs> I learned. I think it was in December that season five Magicians were coming out. You know, in January. So I I finish episode four or I finish season four, and I'm like, oh man, I wonder how many episodes are out. And I'm thinking to myself, I like to wait until like most of them are out before I start watching. I thought, well, maybe if like four or five or six of them are out, I'll watch you know a couple now. <laughs> so I check, I go on Wiki, I check one episode. I I don't know why I thought it was. I knew it was the first episode premiered like January 15th or something. And I know it's only <laughs> like a couple of days after that. So I don't know why I thought there'd be like five episodes out. <laughs> but you're so used to like real television <laughs> services now that this weekly stuff. Yeah. But man, I am Jones. Yeah. It's not going to be done until like in April. So, oh, yeah, that's awful. Yeah. So I got to wait. But man, that that was fantastic. I just that show is just wonderful. I can't get enough of it. It's so good. I love their characters. I can just watch them do whatever they do. I don't even care what they're doing now. It's just it's so good. <laughs> also, uh, I started watching You on Netflix. Uh, uh, you know, I, I hear people say how good it is. And it's okay. But honestly, if I haven't heard people tell me how good it is, I probably would have stopped watching. Like after two episodes. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's okay. But, I've heard mixed things. Originally, I heard a lot of great stuff, and then a little while later, people started coming back through, going, eh. "Yeah, I mean, it's—I don't know. It's—it's it's okay, but it's—it's it's not, uh, not really. It's called—it's called you. 
U Y O U. Yep. Oh, it's not E W E because I thought maybe it might be. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a show we'll watch. It has to be animated. But... <laughs> I haven't. I haven't heard of you. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, I think that is all for my from the covering floor. I know Joe, you have something, and Paul, you actually have something to add. So uh, please, by all means, Joe, take it away. Oh, all right. Thought we were excited for Paul. Well, so I'm gonna let him headline, things. man. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> watch a couple things. I started watching that uh, Netflix Explained that documentary series. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen it. But I, I mean, I've um, seen it on Netflix. I haven't watched it. It's somewhat interesting. It, the the problem is, is like single short episode documentaries. Okay. So it just gets to the point where you're thinking, Hey, I'm about to learn something. And then it ends. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of interesting topics. They just don't go into any depth on anything. So it's just a, like a cursory thing. It's kind of neat, but. Huh. Um, it's, it always leaves me somewhat disappointed. I, I really start to really get into the episode and then it ends. And I'm like, Oh, well, that is that is sad. Yes. Yeah. Let's see what else we got. I watched some movies. So we got To the Bone, a Netflix movie. To the Bone. Okay. I don't. It's, I've a, heard it's a movie about a girl with anorexia, and it's the whole anorexic treatment and stuff. Oh. Oh, um, To the and, Bone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. And so, and it's not. I mean, it's you know not like super quality movie, but the kind of the thing of note is, uh, Keanu. Keanu has Reeves? A, yeah, Keanu Reeves. He plays a small role as the doctor for her. I mean, it's not even one of the top three people in the movie. He just hmm. comes in and out occasionally. Wow. So I was going to say, good on you, John Wick, for you know wow. throwing your weight behind something movie with some kind wow, of... Wow, I don't know. Throwing your weight? Oh, bad pun. Yeah, come on, man. Oh, uh, that was unintentional. Wow. Wow. I just, I've been, I've been a parent for too long. <laughs> <laughs> So you're you're recommending this Netflix? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, if you're just sitting around, I mean, like if you're sitting with Trish, Tom, sit and watch it. It's it's actually kind of a neat story. Yeah, and you, you know, it's kind of a and it's kind of like one of those more gritty, and they don't sugarcoat a lot of the anorexia stuff. And there's you know, so if I'm itching for some good John Wick action, I should pop this on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he some classic he physically, Keanu. <laughs> Yeah, they, they channel the disease into uh, a demon and he uh, kills it. I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right. I'm in. <laughs> All right. To the Bone, Netflix original. There you go. That's Something that's actually yeah, watching. Last night, I was sitting there. I was with my wife. We watched I, Tonya. I, Tonya. Yes. We reviewed that many years ago. <laughs> we did. It, it holds up and it's just as good as it Yes. Was I remember time. you uh, were a big, big fan of I, Tonya. I loved it again. It was like, wow, it was wonderful. So it didn't lose anything on second viewing. Very good. All right. And then the last thing I have is we used to get our TV through Sling. Yes. And, uh, you know, their, their prices are better than cable, but we never watched live TV anyway. Yes. And they have a DVR service, which you have to pay extra for. And it just seems silly to pay for yep. something that Hulu using. does out of the box. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hulu is a DVR with no live TV, and that's why I want to watch TV anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do anyway, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so so I canceled Sling, oh, okay. and I bought the Hulu Disney Plus ESPN bundle. Oh, nice. Okay, so how much is that all bundled up together? It's uh, like twelve ninety nine a month. Oh, wow. So that's and just it, the straight. That's no deals, no promos. It's just twelve ninety nine a month. 
Yep. Okay. Just the twelve ninety nine a month. Um, and you know, you get Hulu with commercials. The the TV shows get commercials and movies get one small ad before them. Yeah. But I don't even really find it that distracting, or not enough to pay to get away from them. Yeah. And let me ask you this: How much were you paying for the uh, sling? We were paying thirty for the base price, and then there was an add on package to get some extra channels that Carol wanted for an extra five. So. Okay, so you're saving money here. Yeah, I went to like one third the price. Yeah. And I have all of Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus. Nice. So now you get all the UFC fights live, right? Uh, not the pay-per-view ones. Not the, not the big ones. Oh, I thought the last one was on ESPN oh, It's Plus. on ESPN Plus, but it's pay-per-view on ESPN oh. Plus. So you not only have to subscribe, you still have to pay the pay-per-view. Oh, price. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So, uh, so yeah. So we get to see a lot of a lot of content there and the 30 for 30s and things like that. Ah, so now Mandalorian is on the table for you. It is. I, I opened up Disney Plus, and this is kind of my last cutting room floor item. <laughs> and, and I started going through. Navigating the titles is absolutely awful. Uh, yeah, you have to go. If you search, I think you can do it by name, alphabetically. Yeah, I was just hunting for something because I'm so used to Netflix and Hulu just suggesting things, right? <laughs> and and it's just, it was like, all, and I look up like, action movies and it's a bunch of kids films and then you go kids and there's a bunch of in the same kids movies are there it's just everything is repeated all over the place <laughs> yeah. and then we're going through and we're just looking through what do we watch and i saw oh adventures in babysitting that was a cute movie oh, wow. i wanted to watch it so we go we go hit the button to watch it oh. and it says this title will be available in july of 2021 yeah 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 it's like what the oh, hell why, why, is why even tell list? us yeah why tell us well, it's a it's a Disney, you know, it's own movie. They, you know, they put it on the site and uh Yeah, but you have you have the whole screen and you have no idea what's actually there. No, yeah. You should be able to I just went, that. I just I just turned it off went back to Hulu and I honestly haven't been back to Disney Plus since well, that. Uh just so you know, I got a uh I got a notification that Short Circuit is now on Disney Plus. So See, they have like all these movie studios titles. Why can't they put something good? <laughs> Short Circuit. Now, again, I was very young. I went to a theater to see it. I had good memories. Who's Johnny? She said, maybe that will be name that movie tune. <laughs> it won't now because I just said it. But oh, wow. <laughs> do you remember that song? Who's Johnny? Yeah. Who's Johnny? Yeah, yeah. I don't know who sang it or anything, but yeah, that's that from that movie. Wow. Memories. Memories. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, check out the Mandalorian, though, though, Joe. Get in there. Go to Star Wars section. Hit Mandalorian. Bam. That's your favorite section, right? You have that bookmarked Star Wars. <laughs> I, I do. I have a shortcut on my desktop. Actually, two of them. One on each monitor, so my mouse is never far away. <laughs> I have a friend at work who says he has Hulu, and he watches it through his computer, and he has a, I think it's a Chrome extension that cuts out all the ads. So you can actually watch it through your computer and ha be ad-free if you get the right uh, you know, hmm. extension okay. on it. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I'm I might, like you. I, don't I, I, do might, I might not just find it worth it. If I decide to yeah, get rid of ads, I'll aren't. do that instead of paying. So. Yeah, I'm not really too worried. I mean, the ads don't bother me. So and, the, and they're really short. It's not like network yeah, television 30 seconds, where you have like 40 minutes of ads. Yeah, right? no, it's it's good. All right. There you go. You're now with us, Joe. Welcome to Disney Plus League. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Paul. What do you have? Uh, well, finished Watchmen, which uh, interesting, ah. interesting uh, ending show. It, it, it. Um, the first three episodes, you're like, what does this have to do with Watchmen? Yes, I watched the first four, I think, and I like it. 
Oh yeah, it. yeah, it's good. It's good, and then it ends with a semi twist, I guess. Right. I, I I don't think I didn't see it coming really. And nice. So, so it's worth uh, me continuing down the path of the Watchmen. Uh I think so. I yeah. think so. Cool. And they bring it. They bring it in. Um, it's very political, right? I think you'd agree, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but it's fun. I liked it. Enjoyed it. Uh, awesome. Probably want to see it, but I, another one that's it's hard to imagine another season, you know, like where you're like, okay, yeah, that season works, but what are you gonna do now? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah, I don't know. They'll I figure mean, it yeah. out. Um, if it's successful, they'll they'll have yeah. another one. Did it follow the structure of that Watchmen movie that was out some years ago? Is it like the same guys following the same basic plot, or is it a whole new? Story? Oh, no, it's it's a it's a it's a new it's yeah. a like you would call a sequel series, you know what I'm saying. A series that takes place thirty years after. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you get new heroes and new things and all that. Yes. Yes. Okay. In fact, in fact, that's the biggest confusion is who are all these people? That's the. I mean, <laughs> the first three episodes, you're like, these yeah. people have nothing to do with the Watchmen, and then it comes back around. Yeah. Eventually, it links up. You know what I mean? But oh, got you, you got to wait for it. It's it's <laughs> it's entertaining though. It's very good. I, I enjoyed the four episodes I've watched, so I will go back and watch the rest. Yeah, yeah, I I, I liked it, and it, it, it had a, a few twists that I didn't quite see coming, so I, I have to give it, you know. Yeah, all right. But, so I, I definitely recommend it. I mean, you definitely should. Do we rate these? We don't rate these, do we? But no. you, you should definitely give it a watch. It's uh, good. Uh-huh, give the Watchmen a watch. All right, I will. All right, thank you very much. Let's get right into the movie reviews. We'll start with Doolittle, released January 17th, 2020, rated PG, runtime 1 hour 41 minutes, starring Robert Downey Jr., Antonio Banderas, and Michael Sheen. Now, the voiceover talent in this movie is amazing. They have Emma Thompson, John Cena, Octavia Spencer, Tom Holland, Craig Robinson, and so many more. Description. A physician discovers that he can talk to animals. IMDb rating is 5.6 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes Cricks give it a 16%, while the audience gives it a 75%. Box office budget is $175 million, and worldwide gross is, as so far, $60 million. Note, Nicolas Cage turned down playing the role of King Razzoli, or whatever that guy's name. So Nick Cage actually turned down a movie. So there you wow. go. <laughs> this should tell you the quality of this film when not even Nick Cage would star in it. Oh, my Lord. You see, he's in some limited release thing now. I don't even know what it's called. Something off the wall. I don't even know, but it looks crazy. But yeah, he turned this down. Now, let me say this about this movie. It's a kid's movie. It, it is 100% a children kid's movie. It is I, and I don't feel like it was marketed quite that way, though. No, it was mismarketed 100%. Because I went in thinking it was going to be more of an adventure. Like, it looked like it was going to be more of an adventure tale with Robert Downey Jr., which is what I went in thinking it was going to be. And what I got was a kid's movie, which I guess, you know, do little, talking to animals. I, I guess that's what you get. But again, that trailer, I'm sorry, that did not tell me that this is going to be a kid's movie. But it is. I mean, the, it, the like I said, all the actors are great. The performances were wonderful. The comedic elements were hilarious. They were funny. But for a kid's movie, it was very kids. It was a kid's movie. So with that being said, I, I mean, my rating, I guess TV. I mean, it's not, it's, 
it's I'm, I mean TV only because I I'm a big fan of Robert Downey Jr. and like I said the the comedic elements were funny they had some really good scenes uh, that made me laugh but it's just it wasn't worth it, it just I, I don't know it, it missed the mark of what I thought it was going to be and maybe that's my own hang up you know if I went in thinking it was going to be a kids movie I probably wouldn't watch it but if I went in knowing what it was going to be maybe I'd enjoyed it more. But no. yeah, but yeah, but that's not that, that is on them because you know they could have marketed it as a kids movie and they definitely did not, you know. Yeah, no, they did it unfortunately, and uh, yeah, I was I was disappointed to say the least. Uh, but you know, what are you gonna do? Jo- Joe didn't see Doolittle. No, I did not. Nobody oh, saw. Oh, sorry. It. Yeah, no. I saw the trailer that... and decided that was enough of that movie. Oh, okay, all right. Well, the trailer looked good though. No, I it thought. didn't. No, okay, you're crazy. That yeah. lion that walks in and says, "Hello, lunch." I'm yeah. Hello, remember, lunch. remember, he doesn't, he doesn't like CGI, and, and that movie all oh, is, is all CGI, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Good, good. Although point. 1917 is a lot of CGI, so I'm interested to see how this goes. But all right. Yeah. All right. So let's get right into our feature presentation. And now our feature presentation. Our feature presentation this week is 1917. Tagline, Time is the Enemy. Released January 10th, 2020. Director, Sam Mendes. You may know him from Spectre, Skyfall, Jarhead, and Road to Perdition. You guys remember Road to Perdition, Tom Hanks? That was a very good movie. No, no. I, I remember the title. I don't really, I, I know I've seen the movie. I just don't remember it. Tom Hanks plays like this mob hitman. And like they're after him, so him and his kid go on the road. It's a really different role for Tom Hanks. <laughs> it's such a good movie, though. I, I highly recommend. Now, again, I, I haven't seen it since it came out, and at the time, I thought it was a wonderful movie. I should myself go back and try to find it, but I highly recommend everyone going out and checking that out because, uh, man, very well done. But yeah, that's what movies he's directed in the past. This movie, uh, again, 1917, is rated R, runtime one hour, fifty nine minutes, starring Dean Charles Chapman. George McKay and Daniel Mays. Description. Two young British soldiers during the First World War are given an impossible mission. Deliver a message deep in enemy territory that will stop 1,600 men and one of the soldiers' brothers from walking straight into a deadly trap. IMDb rating is 8.6 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it an 89%, while the audience gives it an 88%. Box office budget is $100 million, and worldwide gross is $149 million. Notes of interest. Inspired by Sam Mendez's grandfather's experiences in World War I, the autobiography of Alfred H. Mendez, 1897-1991. through 1991. So that was the, a book, I guess, that his grandfather wrote. Over 5,200 feet of trenches were dug for the film. That's just under one mile. It took six months for the actors to rehearse the movie before shooting started. And that's, yeah, that's what I thought was interesting while I watched the movie of as they're going these very long, <laughs> these very long takes. Like if at near the end, if you just screwed up, <laughs> I'd be like, oh no. <laughs> we yeah, I, start saw, yeah I saw a back. YouTube documentary about it, Tom, yeah. is after I saw it because I love the movie. Yeah. Oops, spoiler. Um, ah, damn it. <laughs> but, but they but they said they refer they actually before they even dug the trenches, they had to measure it out and they would do this scene and walk along to know how deep or how far to dig the trench. Wow. Yeah. Then they would dig it out and then run the cut because they said, look, the the length of the trench is exactly the length of the scene at every step of the whole movie. Wow. Yeah. Um they said the movie is to take place in real time, with the exception of when the one guy gets knocked out in the, the church or whatever. 
he's out cold for a little bit. Other than that, it's it's mm-hmm. all yeah, real time based. Now I find this very interesting about how it's making how it does its cuts. So listen to this. The film borrows its hidden cuts from a technique first seen in Alfred Hitchcock's Rope, 1948. As in that film, Sam Mendes would move the camera behind an object during the scene, such as a tree or a burnt-out building where the camera could be stopped and then restarted without a noticeable edit. So that's how they edited the two the scenes together. So that was pretty cool. This was technologically challenging film for Sam Mendes to direct, yet one of the biggest headaches for the film crew came when a cigarette lighter that wouldn't work on cue in the scene and resulted in several takes until it did. This minor problem resulted in the best part of the day's filming being wasted. George McKay's character, Lance Corporal Schofield, bumping into running soldiers and getting getting up a few times was not in the script. So that one, like near the last part when he's trying to get to that general. When he's running parallel to the trench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just bumping into people. Yeah. Uh, So that's all I have for that. Uh, My thoughts. Yeah, this movie was really, really well done. I I, I like the way it was done and just watching the camera react and move around these people as they're going. And it was really cool. I'll tell you one thing. Spoiler alert. I in no way expected Dean Charles Chapman to die Especially that early in the movie, like near and and yes, right. He's Holy the cow. he's the lead. He's the number one lead in the movie, and I think what is that halfway through he dies. I was like, yeah, I was what? shocked because when he got hurt, I'm like, oh god, now here we go again, right? You have the guy just, you know, overcoming all odds, yada yada yada, to save his brother, and then he just dies. Yeah, he just died. I was like, holy cow, I, that was unbelievable. And you know that guy, he's you know. uh Dean Charles Chapman, he was in Game of Thrones. He was the younger, the prince, right? Who killed himself. Oh, was he? Really? Yeah, he was the guy. I did not know that. You know, he uh, aged. <laughs> yeah, the one, yeah, he jumped out of the window because, yeah, his, <laughs> his, his mother uh, blew up the, <laughs> the chat or that. <laughs> his wife? Yeah. <laughs> they, they probably didn't advertise it because then you'd be like, I hope his brother dies. You know, you'd just be like, oh, sorry. Yeah, I could not believe that he he died. It was unbelievable. And let me tell you something. Okay, so both of these characters, both of the main characters were very uh, averse to killing the enemy. They didn't want to murder anybody. So, and that's how Dean ends up dying because, you know, instead of just killing this pilot, <laughs> he gets stabbed by him. But his brother, I mean, okay, so, not his brother, but his his partner in that burnout city, he just spent some time with the girl with the baby and she's hiding from these soldiers that have uh, taken the city. He kills the one. There's a drunk dude uh, coming in at him. Why didn't he just take that knife and kill that dude? Because first, he'd be saving the lady, you know, with the baby. Mm-hmm. There's one less person that could find her and uh, kill them. Plus, then he started yelling and alerted everybody else that he was around. Just kill him. He's drunk. Just slice him. Well, there's a good chance that knife got dropped in that scuffle and... But he was laying, he was like choking the guy. He was sitting on top of him, choking him. And that guy had a knife. Yeah, but that knife in, in the fight, the knife went somewhere and he strangled him. Still, I would have, I mean, the dude was and drunk. Then it fi- you find the knife in the pitch black with a okay, okay. Let me put this way. At you. Maybe that's a little bit of stress. The drunk guy, I would have choked him out or just at least stopped him from being able to alert anybody else. The least thing you could have done instead of just running away from him and letting him alert everybody else. It was crazy. 
<laughs> okay, John Wick. <laughs> Just saying. A double <laughs> shot to the head and you run away. <laughs> where, where were you in World War One? I? Oh, I know, right? Wow. Yeah, damn it. Wow. Things would have been different. If, I'll tell you that. If Tom had been there, there would have been no World War Two. Uh, yeah, that's right. right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been the man who killed Hitler in the big fight. Uh, but with that said, yeah, this movie, I, I absolutely enjoyed this movie to the end. And, oh, man, it was so good. It was so well done. Uh, <laughs> I say it's a first-run movie. You should definitely check it out. And just if for no other, I mean, if you don't like war movies, that's fine. Just to watch the way it was filmed and done, that in itself is worth watching the movie. Just to watch these long extended scenes and them just going through. And uh, it's, it's so well done. Like they're Like the cameraman, you see him panning back. And then as soon as he pans back, like a troop of soldiers walks in front of the camera. Like that was perfectly timed. I mean, there's a lot of effort put into making this movie with shooting it. And oh man, so good. But yeah, I say first run. Uh, let's see, uh, Joe, we know you like it. So why don't we go with Paul next then? Oh no, I loved it. In fact, I, I, I saw it earlier on and I was kind of like, oh, you guys have to see it. Right. I yeah. mean, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I didn't say it that way because I didn't want to give away that I thought it was wonderful, but <laughs> it was, it was, it was a great movie. It, it, it connects you. It, well, first of all, I think it's going to be influential and in it, it sort of, it felt a little bit like video game storytelling. You know what I mean? And then and I think maybe that's why it resonates. It's sort of a, like you're there, you're the third person yeah. walking along with, it's a third-person yeah. shooter. <laughs> anyway, no, I, I I loved it every every bit of it, and again, I think it's just going to be really very influential on on further movies, right? On future movies, I would I I definitely call it a first run, uh, if not an opening weekend. It might be an opening weekend, really. Oh, I mean, right. it's it's a it's a I need it's it. an entertainment. I do not like war movies, but uh, to even call this a war movie is right. This is not your typical war movie. It's a it's, no, a, it's a it's a small story about. One, well, one guy, really, right? Yes, but, about uh, that guy trying to get there, right? Overcoming yeah. whatever. But it's not that guy dies. <laughs> no, the, no other the other guy. guy. No, I mean, I mean, the story starts with the one guy. Like, all, clearly, the one guy's the lead, and he just and, right. so you thought, yeah. Halfway through the movie, he dies, them. and then it goes off to this other guy who's like, yeah, well, it the wasn't, other guy is with him the entire time too, though. Yeah, he's with him, but the story is told with. The, the one guy as the main. Well, I mean, the first character. guy provided the urgency to go initially, right? Well, he they, was the initial they urgency, called, yeah, they but called he wasn't him your main character. They called him specifically because his brother, you know, because they knew that mm-hmm. he had a reason. This other guy had no real. I mean, once that his uh, partner died, there was real no reason why he. I mean, but, other than but, saving but that's lives. What makes it, that's what makes it interesting, yes. right? I mean, yes. and, and he's he's done previous things that he just doesn't want to. Well, they make it sound like he doesn't really care either. And I, you know what I liked? The fact that he didn't, right before dawn, he shows up and stops the invasion. Like, like, yeah, like, he was he was a little bit too late. He was crawling, yeah, he was crawling out of that river and it was morning. I'm like, wait a second. At dawn, they're attacking. Like, what's going on here? Like, it's already dawn. Like, the war's already started. So, yeah, I mean, the first wave already went out before he got to, yeah. And, oh, he, was all, he was only able to stop the second wave from getting murdered, but. <laughs> second, third, and fourth, right? Mm-hmm. There's four yeah. Waves. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that was, wow. That was just unbelievable. Yeah, I, I just thought he was a more interesting character because he didn't have that motivation. He was just doing it, you know. Because it's the right thing to do, right? Yeah. Even, right though, even though he said he, he didn't care, right? He didn't, his previous medal, what did he do? He traded it for some wine, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It makes it a more interesting story than the guy who has to so, save his brother. Right? I, I wonder, 
okay, so he did all that. He goes to meth mess hall. He gets some chow. He, they fix his head. Now, is he responsible for walking back to his unit? Like, what's he do from there? Oh, um, I didn't think about it that much. <laughs> I'm sure there's some logistics <laughs> in the background that get people returned to their units and stuff at the, you know, it depends how the British Army. Manages. Especially because everyone's going to, well, in theory, everyone's going to move forward. It's not like, you know, the Germans reestablished the line back by falling back so that they, they yeah. didn't have enough people to man uh, yeah, I, the I line I was curious, to, so. uh, you know, what, what was going to happen next? Well, I'm sure there's there's going to be sequel. plenty of ambulances and logistics to return him back to where he needs to go. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll wait till the sequel, 1918. Uh, <laughs> 1918. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So, Paul, what do you want to give this? You got to give us uh, an answer. Oh, I, I say opening weekend. All right. Opening weekend. Oh, yeah, right. I, I would, I'd do that. All right. Very nice. All right, Joe. I'm gonna yeah I, I agree with both you guys it was just fantastic I mean it was it's not what you expected and it's one of those war sucks that way kind of things right yeah <laughs> the guy who you thought was the hero gets killed and some guy you know just he's fighting for queen and country right and he went out there and tried to save those guys yeah I mean that that dude was just selfless the fact they gave all his food <laughs> to that lady and gave his milk to the baby and like, the baby and then and then just kept going and just kept pushing and he was late but still kept going right and he just yeah kept... he was running out <laughs> getting <laughs> he almost getting blown yeah, up he kept at it i mean it was gritty i mean it was there's the drama and tension because it wasn't get there right before you know when dawn came you're like oh my god this is not ending how i thought it would right yeah yes yeah at every turn in this movie it didn't do what you expected i mean it completely subverted the expectations yes which was really awesome about it. And the way they filmed it, I mean, I know Paul mentioned it, you know, how I dislike CGI and I do because <laughs> usually CGI is the center of a scene. Yeah. We're here. I'm just following the people and the CGI is happening in my peripheral vision and a hundred percent. Okay. With everything they did in the movie, because I mean, it wasn't the scene. It was to support the scene. And I think, uh, I'm, I'm going first run on this one. I'm going for you, Tom. All right. First run. Yeah, you can't go wrong. <laughs> Maybe thing. had I seen it opening weekend, I would say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I waited so damn Slackers. long. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that, yeah, that movie over delivered as far as I'm concerned. It, it was much better than you know. I thought it was going in. I I expected a decent movie, and uh, going out, I was like, wow. That really, that was something. <laughs> and I almost never rewatch a movie about war, but I will watch this again. Yeah. Yeah, I probably will as well. So I'm with you there. So first run, first run, and an opening weekend. That's pretty good uh, record right there. All right, well, I think that'll wrap up this episode. So I'd like to thank Joe and Paul for joining me once again. And until next time, that's a wrap. Yeah.